two senseis and a casual. This is B Weezy. Um, this is another episode of Two Hip Hop Senseis and the Casual Man, and I do have a song today, so mm. let's see how this goes. And this video is so dope, man. She filled my mind up with ideas. I'm now is in the room. Hope I make it out of here. She saw my eyes, she know I'm B, you gotta shout out that Albanian money. <laughs> hey Drew, thank you. Shout out to my man's George and that Albanian money because the shout out to George and that Albanian money, man. I'm just gonna leave it at that. God is good. Oh, what's up, everybody? I'm Gerard. It's a beautiful Saturday morning. I'm feeling good. Oh man, it's good to be in here with you fellas. I got a room by a new artist. His name is Simba. Uh, a new album that came out. This shit talking will never change. No matter what, I'm gonna be me. Been the same since Hey, cause I can be a rich nigga. I can be a broke nigga. But I'm still gonna be the same. I can have rich friends. I can have broke friends. But I'm still gonna be the same. I'ma be a real nigga, real nigga, real nigga. I wanna ask a question real quick, Drew. Are we that old where we have to ask artists if they know who Wayne and Jay Z is? Please don't tell me we that old. Uh, yeah, you got to. <laughs> Show me that, oh, man. oh my goodness. <laughs> no, uh, Gerard, I listened to that. Uh, it was a great project. Uh, yeah. I had no idea who he was, but like you said, drama does talk a little too much. Um, <laughs> I am Drew, A Day the Name, and I guess today Gerard's a Crip. I'm a Blood, so that's how we're rocking it. Today. <laughs> <laughs> I was asking, I was asking if it's a lion's hoodie or not, but. You know, that's funny, man. I got on all this pink for those that can't see, but yeah, B, B's yeah. looking like Cameron today, right? So. B is Cam. Hey, hey. Talk to me, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Before we go any further, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. We are on Apple, Spotify, Google, and Anchor. Uh, all of our links in one spot. Shout out to Giraffe for the link tree. All of our links are there, and also be sure to follow us on Instagram at Two Hip Hop Senseis Period A Period Casual. Um, we appreciate all the love and support. And if you're real, really loyal, as always, be sure to tell a friend, to tell their friends about our podcast. We could be friends. Speaking of Diddy, I'm going to give Gerard some kudos a little later, but I wanted to start off with a shout out to my little cousin, Trey Hall, uh, who made it on ESPN from Austin. Some dude, you know, had to reach on the top shelf where the kid can't get it. Uh, definitely promised I would make a game and I never saw him play, so... I do feel bad about that, um, but it does make me proud to know that my little cousin is a walking highlight. So shout out to Trey, who's a great father, a great guy, wise beyond his years. Um, and I also have another shout out uh, for my man's Doug. Doug graduated mm. massage school. Hey, <laughs> shout out to Doug. We got to get that makeup interview ASAP. So we got to update the interview list because we got some interviews coming out um, that you guys will really enjoy. Also, make sure the last note that I have here is if you're listening to this and you aren't registered, consider, I won't tell you to, to register because everybody has a choice, but consider registering to vote. Uh, I would love it if people that listen tell us what's important to them when it comes to the state, politics. I know politics can get heated, but I'm a person. I won't speak for the show, but I love hearing both sides because at the end of the day, that's what's going to ensure a greater future for our children, for the upcoming generation. So, it's going to take both sides, no matter what side you on, man. So we have to be open to ideas. 
um, and just know that it's going to take conversations and heated arguments sometimes to really reach the, the level, you know, that we want to get to. So, yeah, don't want to make this too political, but it is important to me that we do, do discuss this because we have some important information coming up soon and, and things to vote on. So, yeah, I'll just leave it at that, man. Gerard, is uh, be a young Sean Puffy Combs going to tell people to vote or die? Vote or die. <laughs> you remember that movement? I do. I definitely do, man. Diddy's has some great movements. Be Reezy runs the city. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I saw that shirt the other day, and then Jeezy's coming out with his new uh, album of DJ drama called Snowfall. So I saw yeah. the old Snowman shirts coming back again. Oh, Bro, I yeah. I kind of want to cop one. Hey, everything comes back in style. You just got to wait on it. That is the Now we can wear it in public. We don't right, have to, yeah, I, to wear it at school. I couldn't wear it at school, so yeah. <laughs> that is that's, the only, that's the only gem I got for a quick hit. Did you guys, did you guys have any shout-outs before we get to Did You Know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got a shout-out uh, Sanger's cousin, Dylan Fennig, who listened to our reality episode and provided his top five reality. He's the one who got me into Are You The One, and... It made my top five, so. Hey, that reminds me. Shout out to Dylan. Uh, and real quick, if you do watch the show, let us know so we can shout you out so you can tell your friends that you've been shouted out on the podcast. Yeah, word. Mm-hmm. I mean, there ain't no point of listening and not letting us know. So please, if you listen to the podcast, reach out to me, reach out to Drew, reach out to Gerard, reach out to anybody and let us know, you know, what you think. You like, dislike, you know, what we can improve on. We love and appreciate all feedback. Yeah, mm-hmm. word. And shout out to my uncle Antoine. Uh, he watched our show, like liked all our pages. Shout out to yeah, um, <laughs> and my mentor Michael, he also uh, listened to our stuff too. So yeah, like shout out to all shout my shout out to Big Mike. Listening. Okay, yeah, it's been a good week. Let's get those new followers up. Yeah. That's what new I focus on, man. Yeah. Sometimes we get caught up in numbers, and when I say we, I mean not us, but just in general. And it's like, man. I get requests all the time. Do you want to, you know, buy, uh, get more followers? You know, you want shout outs? And I'm just like, you know what? Right now, I just want to focus on a core audience. Like, as long as they're happy, they're always going to share our stuff. You know, they're always going to tell us what they like and dislike. So as long as I can get one new person, you know, maybe not each day, but maybe once every couple of days, that, that's all I'm looking for, man. I just try not to put too much pressure on myself. And it's helped me a lot mentally. So that's my goal. Uh, do we have any other shout-outs, fellas? Good on shout-outs. Nah, that's it. Okay. Well, let's move to Did You Know. Um, I have here rap albums that went number one and charted for the least mm. amount of weeks here. So hopefully I got some information or some, some names that you guys aren't expecting. Right, but right. <laughs> number it, one. It, wait, is it just hip-hop or is it everything? To be honest, it's mostly uh, hip-hop. It's some, it's some that kind of we've had in old episodes, like genres that kind of border. So... I'm gonna yeah. just name them off and y'all be, y'all tell me what y'all think. But uh, like the first that. one on the list is Six Weeks with Trapper Die Three. Uh, after that, we have It's Almost Dry with Seven Weeks. We have Punk wow. with Eleven Weeks. Detroit Two with Twelve Weeks. Faith at Thirteen Weeks. Uh, tied there is Good Intentions at Thirteen Weeks. And then we have Logic at Fifteen Weeks with C O A D M. Cannot remember what that stands for, so I apologize. Uh, after that, we have Life Is Good at Fifteen Weeks. Jesus is King at 16 weeks. So, Drew, that was kind of the one I was thinking of when you asked about genre, because technically, you know, mm. it's considered rap or yeah. gospel rap, but it's hip hop. Hip hop, indeed. And lastly, speaking of hip hop, we have Hip Hop is Dead that was tied again with 16 weeks. So, uh, question I got this off of Twitter. So, I wanted to ask you guys a question. Most forgettable number ones ever. Uh, is there any number one that stands out to you guys where you guys are like, I could have went without that? A number one album. Hmm. 
album or song? Necessarily, it doesn't have to be album. Oh, gotcha. be number one, we could. It was it was albums. I think is the question that was posed, but I think it'd be funnier or, or better if we did just you know song included. The song too. the song that's funny to me still is that uh, somebody that I used to know by Godier because he's I like love that song. It's, like, it's a phenomenal song, but they overplayed it that it summer got played out quick. That's his biggest hit. It's, <laughs> ever since that, it, he hasn't really had much. Drew, is it racist that I thought you were going to say Rebecca Black Friday? Oh, I forgot about that. Well, that was like a YouTube sensation. And they, I mean, she still, she's, uh, I think she like broke the record at the time for numbers on that song and the most dislikes ever on a song, something like that. (laughs) But hey, she made a hit. So she did make a hit, man. Cannot be taken away. Draw, what were you thinking? If it's forgettable, I didn't forget because I don't know. Well, speaking of number ones, I just had jotted down here that my father, the first time that he heard Jesus Walks, he heard that and immediately told me that that song was going to be a hit. Um, So I just was thinking of that when I was writing down my notes for the week and was like, man, you know, at the end of the day, it's God given to be able to hear a song and be like, that's the hit. So, you know, it was passed down to me because I can hear a song and be like, (laughs) hey, man, that's going to be a hit. So just wanted to shout out my dad, man, real quick. Um, And then speaking of, we mentioned Diddy earlier. So I uh, did get a chance to watch a clip from the uh, Fight for Your Reputation with Diddy. So, Gerard, I want you to, uh, if you were okay with it, just to kind of explain what you saw in the bre- in the Breakfast Club interview or what you think are the main points that our listeners should hear. So, you know, it's this long, long battle between Diddy and Mace about who owes who money as far as their record contract. So Diddy was on the Breakfast Club because he was responding to Mace saying that, um, you know, Puff owed him money. And so... Puff kind of like broke down everything and said that, you know, Mace really only recorded one album under his contract for him. So how much money does he really owe him? And said that when he signed his contract, he did a second album, didn't promote it. And then he signed a new contract when he came back, which is what he put Welcome Back on. And he got an advance for it, but he still didn't um, release another album on it. So he owes Puff $3 million, but he didn't break down the particulars in the Breakfast Club interview. He just said he only did one album with me. He owes me $3 million. And so, you know, Mace went on Instagram and they've been going back and forth since then. But but like I, we, I've talked about this on our podcast before. So y'all know I, I broke this down already before. I don't understand why Mace keeps talking like this when... Just like you know, you know, you three didn't, million, bro. Yeah, if exactly. You, you, you know, it. you know, you didn't, you didn't uh fulfill that contract. So why are you going back and forth? Like I don't understand. I actually like the way that Diddy addressed it in like a non-hostile way. He he was sure to say how it's like all love at the end of the day. Like Mace had the album and then went to be a pastor, and then he's in and, and his words, he said, you know, took advantage of people when it came to money. So. I don't know, depending on who you choose to believe, it's a lot of people when it comes to Mace, even Cameron. I remember watching certain videos and he was like, Mace would say, hey, meet me here and at a place in New York. Cameron show up and then Mace ain't there. And he called him, he like, yo, where you at? And then he had another spot. It's like, I'm starting to see a pattern here. When it comes <laughs> yeah. I, being a yeah. Libra, uh, you know, shout out OVO, October 18th, coming up soon. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning more about Libra ways and trying to see both sides, right? And justice and blah, blah, blah. And we have had, like you said, Rob, many conversations. Some have even got heated. I am man enough to say, hey, Diddy, I love the fact that he's going on this, like, I don't want to call it a tour, but he's saying people that, that claim he owes them money, 
pull out the receipts and he's not saying, you know, that it's false information, but sometimes accountants mess up because at the end of the day, when you're at that level, you have people that work for you. So if all these artists are saying, you know, yo, this money's owed to me, show it, talk to them, be mature, communicate, communicate. And, you know, if you feel like you owe something, just have have conversations. So shout out to Diddy, man, because I think a lot of people would just uh, – refuse to even have these conversations and we'll move on as if you know it's not worth it so i do think it takes a lot for a person to be able to, to go on interviews and talk to breakfast club and talk about a person like mace who he still talks about how much he loves him so hey if mace if you want your money man you gotta <laughs> you gotta pay up to to get whatever it is you're looking for that's absolutely and and I, you know i'm a i'm a puff defender so in his defense the locks never said that makes i mean that diddy owed the money <clears throat> they just wanted to get out of their contract they wanted to go to rough riders so like you know if you gotta diddy knew he had a good thing with the locks if i'm signed mm-hmm. y'all and y'all just say hey we're friends right can we go over with our other friends and like no that's not how this work right <laughs> so yeah yeah but and I think I that, like you explained in the episode, Gerard, that was more of an image thing than it was, you know, anything with management. So, again, if you haven't yet, go back, check out some of our old episodes where we discussed, you know, at the time, what we thought were the best and worst labels to be signed to. Uh, some of the, and I was ignorant at the time of some of the information when it came to who I thought was bad to be signed to. So, feel free to listen to it, slander me, and be like, yo, be wheezy, you was wrong about this, because I'll respond and be like, okay, well, let's talk about it, like. Mature adults should be able to do. So it was very important for me to put that in there. And Gerard, thank you for bringing it to my attention. Um, was there anything else that you wanted to add about that? Or Drew, I know you haven't been able to speak about that. So was there anything you wanted to add? I got a theory. I was just thinking about it. Do you That's think right. because of the low sales from the Welcome Back album that Mace became a pastor to try and take money from the people to pay back Diddy? I think he was a, pa- he was a pastor before Whoa. Welcome Back. <laughs> I don't think it was oh, to pay back he, anybody, yeah. but... I, I do think, Drew, you bring up a good point. Sometimes ego will make you do stupid stuff. So, you know, when you see some of these pastors out here generating this income and not, you know, with good intentions, I'm sure Mace could have been influenced by it. But I personally don't know if he did that to pay back right. anything. I think <laughs> nah. Or just to make himself a little more money. Yeah, he, was, I, he was a pastor before. But you know what? If The, the pastor and rapping thing could have worked. It could have worked. It could have worked. So, like, if he would have played it right, it would have been a good move, you know. But you know, he he blew it. So he fumbled. He fumbled. Boys, I have a. Oh, I got one real quick. Uh, Justin sent it to us yesterday, and I was waiting to share it on here. Um, so, Fifty Cent son Marquise Jackson, he called out his dad saying the six six thousand seven hundred dollars he gives him monthly as child support isn't enough for him to live in New York City. It's nothing if I want to rebuild my life, he said. And Justin was like, "You guys should put him on blast." And I, I was like, "Fifty or his son?" He's like, "Oh, his son." So I was gonna say, "Do you know what I do <laughs> right now with sixty-seven? Yeah." <laughs> Look, I'm gonna keep it real. I don't have my heat right now. Do you do you know look what I could do with that month? No, nah, man. I'm gonna leave this to you. I'm gonna let y'all comment on this first. But if I got that monthly, I but again, I don't I don't live in New York, but Mar- yeah, so it's not enough to live in New York. That's like rent. 
like sixty seven hundred dollars. Yeah. He can live in New Jersey if he wanted. How old but, is he? But he's grown. Like that's the thing. Like he's oh, he's a well. grown man. So I don't think that like Fifth should be paying child support. Like, and I think that's like I don't know, like sixty seven hundred a month is like. That's a lot of money, like sixty something thousand a it's like, year. It's like it's like seventy two thousand a year. Yeah, yeah so like, that on top of what he can create on his own. You saying or right? Yeah, if he yeah. Got that money and flipped it into get a job, my nigga. Sorry, like, <laughs> like <laughs> thank you, Justin. No, that deserves to be slandered because. Ooh, if oh, my. he said and he said in the quote, he said it's not enough for him to rebuild. So I mean, like to rebuild what? Like I'm sure fifty was still giving you child support. I was gonna say I would love to interview him because it's like okay, well, what do you what do you want to what do you want to rebuild? Is he yeah. saying he needs more money to rebuild the relationship? Because that ain't that ain't no. work. So <laughs> he's saying he's saying that in his defense, Fifty lives a lifestyle, and if you want your kids to live the same lifestyle as you, you have to pay the money for them to live that lifestyle. So he's saying that oh, if you living in this type of mansion and it, and you getting these type of cars or you got this type of education, I should be living the same type of life too. Regardless of what my mom has going on, you should be, I should live that same type of lifestyle. And I'm saying that that's fair until you get to a point where you're an adult. Now, this mm-hmm. is my money. It's not yours. So after I pay I this money. Say, 50 had to work for that. Like, right. So once I get yeah. to, you get to a point where you're 18 and stuff like that, you have to figure it out yourself. It ain't like, I still got to pay for this lifestyle for you to live. And they don't have a good relationship. So. I was about to say, I'll be, man, I, yo, my dad's 50 cents. Is there anything I could do to to get a job here to promote? Man, what? Oh man, that. Thank you, Justin. That that, and thank you, Drew. Um, wow, that is something. So, Dead Presidents was released in theaters around this time in 1995, directed by the Hughes brothers, starring some of the top black actors of the time with Lorenz Tate, Chris Tucker, Joaquin Woodbine, Clifton Powell, and many many more. This movie was featured around Vietnam and bank robbery. So if you have not seen it, this is a black classic. Please be sure to check it out. Um, Gerard, I know earlier you said you love that. So it is a movie that provoked a lot of emotions and a lot of thought. So, yeah, check it out. Let us know what you think. Love it. And then lastly, I had, which inspired my intro song three years ago, Travis Scott dropped, dropped his single, Highest in the Room. So for those that didn't know where that song came from, that's where that song is from. Nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, fellas, let's get into what have we listened to slash watch. I've listened to a lot of music this week. I watch a lot of shows this week, so... Is there anything y'all want to start with? Drew, I know you gave a bit of a teaser a little earlier. Do you want to start with that? For uh, Jeezy? No, but <laughs> or... if you want to start with Je- uh, Dahmer. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we could start with what we watched. Mm-hmm. Um, we're on episode nine of Dahmer right now. He just got convicted and everything. Yeah. Phenomenal show through and through. Um, I know there's quick, a lot of... Drew, I was, about to say, I was about to say spoiler, but I pre- <laughs> kind of yeah, forgot. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he, he's not here anymore. Yeah, no, <laughs> um, no, Evan Evan Peters, who uh, you might know him from Quicksilver from X Men, mm-hmm. phenomenal job playing Dahmer. Um, like one of the best portrayals I've ever seen. I know there's a lot of controversy going around about like 
like glamorizing him pretty much or you know he's a wild boy though uh, jeffrey dahmer uh jeffrey dahmer got away with a lot of things for a long time and the police really turned a blind eye to it so oh, what yeah. i'm saying yeah what he did was god awful but the show portraying him and everybody else involved in it uh What's her Molly Ringwald's in it. Uh, Niecy Nash from Reno 911 mm-hmm. is it. Plays phenomenal Love role Niecy as well. Nash. So, yeah, it's a really good show for anybody who hasn't checked it out yet. Yeah, and uh, thoughts and prayers to all the victims that, you know, got to yeah. relive this trauma. But it's a good show to kind of, like, break down everything Dahmer did and, you know, kind of humanize him in a bit because you, you want to understand how he got to that point. You know, and I think that mm-hmm. it's been a lot of shows about Dahmer. I think right now with the presence of the internet and you know everybody having opinions and stuff like that information can get out a lot faster and it can trigger people a lot more so like yeah this show being out triggered the the victims again and they got to relive this life um the life that what happened to their loved one you know the ones that didn't get away Mm -hmm. two people got away he murdered a bunch more so they got to live through that and, and watch this show or just see it on the internet or social media see that people talking about this show kind of like glorifying it and that's not what the show is about it's not about glorifying him but there are some people who didn't know that he existed and this happened in like 94 like 93 something like that so it's not that 91 so it it's not that long ago you know but b was born in 91 like just to give a like drew was born in 91 just to give a like a perspective like maybe y'all didn't know this dude existed during that time so you're watching it now and it's it, it you know this new information for you you know, and that's, I think mm-hmm. that's what Netflix is doing, but you know, they're also making money off of this because everybody is watching it, you know, and you know, yep. they're number one show. Yeah. They're kind of like marketing <laughs> it as like this horror flick and this is real life, you know what I'm saying? So I understand that. I was going to say yeah, that. So I, I gave it a try with my cousin, shout out to my cousin, Andre. Um, we, I watched one episode of it and I just was like, it, it's, it's based on a true story. I know that, but I'm like, this there's a lot of triggering stuff in that show. And I'm like, well, I don't really feel the need to put myself through this just to learn more about him. When, like you said, I've heard of the name. Yeah. I've heard of the name. I mean, the internet works. You could, I could look it Mm -hmm. up. So I don't judge people that choose to continue watching it, but it's just not for me. So I, after one episode, I'm like, okay, I'm familiar with it. And obviously, you know, shows like that is trending on social media at all times, Mm -hmm. but I watched an episode. I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. So that was just my personal stance. The only on controversy I disagree with is two points. So one, there's people like making a like so much backlash about it even being produced, and it's like, bro, like there's been so much Dahmer stuff. This is not any different. Yeah. So like, yeah, I don't understand that. Like you, you built up all this energy over this one. I don't understand that. That to me don't make no sense. And two, Netflix removing the LGBTQ uh tag on it because everything the lgbtq is not going to be in a good light jeffrey dahmer was gay and he did kill gay gay people black white and latino like he did kill them so this can be tagged as lgbtq because it it does involve their community but they they don't want to put that tag on there because it puts them in a bad light but there are bad people yeah there are bad people in that community as well you have to you know, highlight that as I mean, not highlight you, but you know what I'm saying. You have to point that yeah. out as well. Focus so, yeah, on it. emphasize. Her, yeah, yeah so. no, I mean that's that's it's a part of it's a part of the story. Yes, so, absolutely. Yeah, no, a- excellent point. Um, and I don't know. I I I 
I don't I feel weird encouraging people to look into the story, but like you said, it's a part of history. So for those that are intrigued, check it out and let let us know what you think. But if it's um, triggering for you, do not. Because it's it's very yeah. graphic, you know what I'm saying? And oh, it, yeah. it's it's a lot. So there's a part in particular where Mariah and I like both like, oh fuck. Yeah. Like just 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 like choked on our own like mental yeah like whatever we were taking in at the moment it was just a little over nah, it's, a, it's a lot yeah so <laughs> like this is heavy hard, hard pass for me personally but yeah <laughs> a, yeah yeah i'll tell you later Pete. <laughs> please don't but but I wanna... on the other hand like i said if you want a great show that's it's 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 one of the best shows out right now i will say that yeah yeah well, I'll add something I watched that's very much lighthearted and the opposite yes. of what we're discussing. <laughs> Dion Cole, sometimes I get deep with stuff. Um, I watched that um, and enjoying some some Albanian money and uh, hilarious, hilarious uh, pickup or stand up comedy show. Uh, anybody looking for something that's funny, you enjoy Dion Cole. Again, I've seen it before, but to watch it this time, it was uh, hilarious. So. That was one of the things that I watched. Um, I did a lot of listening to podcasts, too. Um, again, Ben Baller, You Need to Follow Directions. It was a great episode. Dropped a lot of gems. I listened to a lot of music. I know our bread and butter is hip-hop, so I listened to Rolling Papers 2 in full. Uh, we talked about it in previous episodes, but to hear it in full at this point in my life, it did much more for me. Uh, and there were songs that I never heard before, so very good, very good album there. Man on the Moon 3. Man, that album, album. was terrific, and yep. the movie, uh, Gerard, you encouraged me to watch. The movie was really good too. There was a lot of stuff in it um, that was very relatable. So I just I had to pause a couple times watching that. But I love movies like that. It reminded me of Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm all about all about these grown up like animated films because. I think it's a way to draw in more of an audience, but also teach them life lessons similar to like a Lion King or Hercules, where it's like it's animated, but you leave there and you're like, dang, I really could take away some stuff that will improve my life. So, yeah, man, that that movie was very, very I encourage everybody and I need to find the name of it because um, I did not type it out. And the intergalactic intergalactic, the intergalactic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Amazing, amazing uh, show or movie. I thought it was a TV show that was split into pieces, but Ty Dolla Sign's character was hilarious, yes, was. by the way. <laughs> and um, just enjoyed enjoyed watching this. So, yeah, if you have not checked that out, please be sure to. They're making a part two as well, probably in like a year or two. Okay. I need That's it sooner. See, I'm, I'm, I'm greedy because that it just left you wanting more to see like how the story continues to unfold. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, very, very good. Um, and from uh, I, I listened to I got issues by YG. Uh, she knows. Yeah, let's talk about this because you liked it, huh? I I really liked the album. Um, it was it was toxic, but Drew, to your point, when you said, you know, you can only hear about certain content matters so much. I understand that, but <laughs> it's all he was talking about, like seventy percent of the album, it seemed. And I don't disagree with that. It was more so <laughs> the beats, and again, reflecting. Um, on some stuff within my life. And I, you know, mm-hmm. I got a chance to just ride and, you know, de-stress and think about right. different ways to think about certain things. So I liked it. Like she knows this and rockstar nights are two bangers from the album that I really enjoyed and added to my, you know, collection. So I like that. Uh, how to rob a, ro- how to rob a rapper with Mozzie. That was a great song. Like 
that that it just calls out. Sometimes we've had we've had episodes where we've said, you know, sometimes you don't need to wear all your jewelry, mm-hmm. you know, to make a store run. So mm-hmm. you just got to move smart out here, man. Um, so he dropped a lot of gems, and I gotta show I gotta show love, you know, to to Cali rappers more. So that was an album I really enjoyed. Um, and I'm then so alone, I really like that song too. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you. And then I listened to Soul Sold Separately, which is oh, a tongue twister. Yeah. Excellent album, indeed. I understand now why you guys are saying that it, it potentially an album of the year. Um, dude, I've been listening to some great music, and I'm the way I listen to music now is changing. Like I used to only listen for beats. Now I listen to content, and if it's the part I hear, I'm like, damn, I got to hear that over I'm again because so I heard you. that bar. So I'm, I feel like I feel like a proud father. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Oh my god. Thank you, man. I'm, I feel like a proud son, I guess, in a way. Like, <laughs> like I, I really I really am growing when it comes to listening to hip hop and catching bars and not having to like listen five, six times before I catch it. I catch it the first time now and it's like, okay. And then I ponder on it. So yeah, the way I've listened to music now is just I won't say completely different because it, it depends on my mood and how I'm feeling, but um, these all are things that I'm enjoying. Also, I've listened to a little Adele. I've listened to some Sam Smith and still again, Billie Eilish. So, Atta you know, boy. my music, man, is, is, I, I've, I will put my catalog against anybody's. I'm looking into some DJ equipment, man. It's some big things on the way, but yeah, I've just had a great week musically listening to a, you know, a, a wide spectrum of different genres of music. Yeah. Nice. Um, I listened to the new um, Migos Minus One on Confu. <laughs> I listened to that one. I liked it. It was good. Like, you know, I, they put together a very good project. I wasn't expecting it to be good. So, like, when it when it started off and the record started going, like, they got features with uh, Gunna and Thug. They got features with Youngboy. Um, they got features with uh, Summer Walker. Like, it's a pretty dope album. I think y'all would enjoy it. Like, it's it, like you... It it's good to hear. It. Drew's face is cracking me up I, right now. I know because he he <laughs> didn't he didn't like it. Yeah, he didn't like but it. You see? Uh, so <laughs> to be fair, I wasn't in the right mind frame to listen to it. So yeah. I get that. I wasn't. I wasn't like B said. I really need content sometimes. Yeah, and that's. I knew yeah. I wasn't gonna get it with that, so I wasn't in the right frame. Yeah, but Migos don't have content, so like you know, I know that. That's <laughs> why. That's why I said I wasn't. Yeah, I was expecting something a little different. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's still weird to hear them without uh, Offset though. So that, mm-hmm. like that takes a bit to get used to. Yeah, I look forward to listening to the album, man. But yeah, is there anything else, Drew? Did you listen to anything, Gerard? Was there anything else you guys listened to this week? I did. I had a really weird week. I listened to a lot of alternative music. Um, so okay, hit us with it. Well, Willow uh, released a new album yesterday that. called "Coping Mechanism." So after after about twenty something listens to her old album, which I ended up loving in the end, the new album's just kind of like it—the same kind of way that she's on. She is really good. It's in that alternative genre. She like really found her lane with that music. So it's Drew, a nice take time to to shout you out for being willing to listen to alternative it's, and let dude, it Dude, I like good people. music. Like I just like anything catchy really. So she made another good album. And uh What's the name so, of it, Drew? Coping Mechanism. Okay. Be sure to give that be sure to send that to me in our chat so I can check it out because I actually look forward to that. I will send it to you. And then I've seen this episode of The Simpsons about probably top five like at least 500 times i want to say but the hullabalooza episode where homer goes to a music festival 
It's one of my favorite lines ever in the show is uh, uh, the Smashing Pumpkins are backstage and the lead singer's like, hi, I'm Billy Corgan, Smashing Pumpkins. And Homer just, hi, Homer Simpson, smiling politely. Billy Corgan, Smashing Pumpkins. Homer Simpson, smiling politely. (laughs) (laughs) So right after that, they cut to uh, one of their songs, which is called Zero. Off the album Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. It's a double disc album that was released in 95, and I listened to the whole thing for the first time this week. Wow, what an incredible album. If you were a kid in the 90s back then, I'm sure it was life-changing when it came out. Let's take them back to the 90s. Dude, it's just like, it's every emotion I feel like kids had in the 90s. Like, just being in school and the climate with everything changing in the world. So, really good album from Smashing Pumpkins, if you never heard it. Thank you for that, Drew. Do you listen to anything else alternative? Nope, just those two. Okay. Well, again, please reach out to us. Let us know what y'all are listening to. Uh, Anything that y'all think we should listen to that you think we have not heard yet. Especially myself as a casual on the show. I look forward to continuing to... uh, increase my music repertoire i would say um I, fellas i want to get into sports a little bit we've gotten a lot of feedback actually and shout out to everybody that's let us know y'all love our discussions when it comes to fantasy um i just had some stuff here when it comes to the lions um gino gino destroyed the lions uh he's balling right now i got him in fantasy in one of the leagues the lions always always struggle with more mobile quarterbacks i i don't understand it this goes back to I can't even think of the last time we were able to like stop a mobile quarterback, but uh, I did want to discuss, and and it's funny because we've had discussions earlier in the week, and Gerard, I want to know if your your mindset has changed at all. But a lot of people wanted to see Aaron Glenn gone, um, and he went from being a darling uh, that was on. I still have not watched Hard Knocks, but uh, I have to say I was very surprised because. I think a coordinator can only be as good as the talent that he has to utilize. I don't want to seem like I'm excusing some stuff, but I I guess I kind of am. But the Lions have been destroyed by injuries. But also, we knew the defense wasn't going to be that good coming into the year. Um, Drew, I know you had some thoughts. But also not that bad. True. They they are worse than we expected. But you see a lot of people questioning Aiden Hutchinson. I know that he's currently injured. He's not 100%. And I think this is one of the reasons why you see a lot of times people don't want a player that's from a certain area to go and play for that team. The expectations are so much higher, man. And it's like Aiden Hutchinson had a game where he had four sacks, right? And then he gets hurt. And now it's like, dang, well, what happens? Like, bro, he's hurt and he's still battling. But like, I don't know. I have a lot of thoughts, but I just want to ask you guys, you know, do you think that Aaron Glenn needs to go? Um, do you think people that think he needs to go are being too extreme? So, Gerard, I want to start with you, and then Drew, I'll let you ch- hop in. So, I was one of the ones that said AG needs to go, but I've cooled down off of that because I was upset. <laughs> <laughs> pull you, pull you back off the ledge. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, but, but I, you are the calm one usually. Yeah, like, but I, I do say like he has to change something. Like, you know. I think what he's doing, like, if you don't have the talent, you got to simplify the defense. Like, you can't try to run all these stunts. You can't be trying to dis- disguise defenses. Like, play it simple. Like, give give your players, if you know they're not that talented, an assignment you know that, that they can handle. You know what I'm saying? And I was listening to the Lions podcast earlier this week with their uh, beat reporters, and it was like they made sense. Like, I know that 
Dan Campbell and Aaron Glenn kind of looks at these players like they're kids. Like, I know that you can do this. I know you have the potential. You can't look at them like that. They're players. Like you either they can or they can't. You can't you can't like look at them like I'm a mold you and you're you're gonna do this because you're my baby. Like you can't look at them like that. Like you gotta either mm-hmm. get on the ship or move forward. You know what I'm saying? And I think take it for what it yeah, is. Yeah, I think I think that's the excellent point. I think AG a lot of times like specifically the the Seattle game, we shouldn't have lost to them. They shouldn't have scored 48 points. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, like I understand the matchup with DK and Aurora. Yeah, he's having a bad year. I don't know what's going on with him. But Gino shouldn't be up here dotting us up. Like, come on, bro. Like, there's there's no reason. Like, I don't understand why you don't have, a like, at least somebody to spy on him a little bit to hesitate. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, like. And we've shown him a lot of love, so I don't want people to think we haters because we've given him a lot of love. But, like, com- like no disrespect. Yeah, but like, nah, no. the numbers he put up. We're at our wits' end. Yeah, come on. Like, nah, come on, like, that's like, that's like Matt Flynn years ago when he got that contract from the Packers. Because, because he killed the Lions, him. right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like, no, like... He fleeced the NFL on that. Yeah, like... Bro, we are known for getting some quarterbacks paid for, for performances against us, but, Dry, you made excellent points, and sorry, I didn't mean to cut nah, you off. Nah, yeah, and, that, and that's all. Like, I just think he needs to simplify his um his offense and, and pretty much, I mean, simplify the defense and let them, like, play where they ain't got to think so much and that they know they can do their assignments. Like, all the exotic stuff mm-hmm. you got to put back in the back of the playbook because I don't think they're ready for that yet. As far as Aiden, it's four games in, bro. He got like five and a half sacks. He's okay. Are you calling out anybody like, in particular, Gerard? No, 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 no. I see some tweets. There, there were some oh, hot, hot tweets hot, last hot, week. Hot, 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 hot. Nah, yeah, yeah. I see some hot takes. I think, <laughs> I think, you know, I think my bro. May or may not be on I, the show. I think my bro would have was a little tipsy when he sent out that drink. So like, <laughs> give me a hell yeah. <laughs> so I guess I guess <laughs> my bro for those that don't know Drew has some tweets where he was questioning whether or not uh, <laughs> yeah yeah like, whether or not so I, I was, give was, some I give some grace like what he said I was like Drew come on man like no they're not like he was like yeah. I'm with three people yeah. That's some people. I'm like, bro, that's, that's people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Drew, Drew, for our listeners, can you explain uh, what your, your your tweets may or just, may not have said? I was just asking the people, just simply, is Aiden Hutchinson a bust? Well, I mean, hey, we might be talking about this in a couple weeks. You never know. Four weeks is way too yeah. soon to ever qualify. To, yeah, like Gerard said. No, no, man. no. I calmed down on 97.1. They were talking about, like, Joey and Nick Bosa, Khalil Mack, uh, TJ and JJ Watt. Their first, like, I think through their first games, they averaged, like, one to two sacks, like, three sacks and, like, 16 tackles or something like that. Aiden's got four sacks. I know they all came in one half or whatever, but he – I don't know. He just the problem with me and Aiden right now. He's over pursuing that tackle so much, where there's such a huge gap between that guard and tackle. Yeah. It just opens up, so any point. mobile quarterback can see that run through it. Rashad Penny had a field day with that. Yeah, like that right side. You know what I notice is, I, again, don't want to seem like I'm excusing people, but it, the 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 D line is a collective unit, right? right? So right. when they kick Aiden Hutchinson inside, he generates so much pressure from the inside that then there leaves this gap on the edge because consistently there's not – I can't name. You have Charles Harris sometimes. Again, I, I haven't seen anything from the core, core brothers this year yet. Like, I'm just, they're, they're, I mean, Julian is playing, but Romeo is still on IR. Yeah, so I, I apologize. He's still on IR. But I have not seen anybody consistently step up and be like, you know what? 
Hutchinson's a rookie. You know, we got to help him out. Nobody's coming off the edge when he kicks inside. That's generating that speed for sure. There's no, yeah, there's no they, denying that. He just they, they moves, went and got though. a lot of guys on the D line that's supposed to be making plays right now, and I'm just waiting to see that guy step up. You know who we missing that like him going down injured really hurt us, and I didn't think that we was going Kaminsky. The Trace Walker. Oh. Kaminsky, yeah, like the uh the big um D lineman that we had. He I think he broke his hand or something like that. But when him and Aiden would go inside, and then you would have the speed on the outside, Julian on the outside, or you would have uh Charles Harris on the outside. You can like create that little arc to where like the either the quarterback steps up or he gets sacked. We don't have that. So like when Aiden bounces inside, you seen with those two runs, two. Two touchdown runs that that Rashad Penny was like, oh yay, grass, like because he ran right through it, like so, like nah, man, like that's what I'm saying, like we and and also Aiden always over pursued like that, even when he was at Michigan, so they had to get him off the line and put him in the two point stance so he can see the field better because his angles be he'll be really wide. So great point, yeah. So also, I feel bad for Rodriguez because. You see him, he's he's already undersized, but now with the D tackles not, you know. Containing. I think yeah. the, 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 the defense has to do better as a whole, but it starts with the D line, yeah. right? But you see these offensive linemen just coming, coming off the ball and just blasting Rodriguez. He's putting up a fight every play, but you see him. He would run to the sideline. There's a couple, there's a couple times where he looked like he could be seriously hurt, and it's like, man. If we could just bring in some more dudes that just are monsters or dogs, man, hey, I man. feel bad. But yeah, Rodriguez is a star, like bro. He's a star. Yeah, one on one, he was tackling DK straight to the ground, yeah. like dude, bro. He, he doesn't back dude. down from anybody. So, right. I'm of the mindset the Lions are a lot better than I expected them to be, especially offensively. I want to give Golf a little praise. I'm still not a. I still don't think he's the quarterback for the Lions, but. I have to give credit where credit is due. He's played a lot better than I expected him to by far. The offense is doing their job. If the def- We're getting to a point where dry. I don't want to compare him to your team, but the Chiefs got to yeah. a certain point where it's like, look, hey. we don't have to We don't have to hold teams to no. zero points. If we could just hold teams to 21, maybe 28 points, we could score 35. Yes, that's it, up. right. So like, to, hear people co- to hear people question whether or not Dan Campbell was the guy is ridiculous to me. If he gets one more year, and I think one more draft, one more offseason where you get players buying in and seeing, what, hey, wait, look at his coaching staff. Look at how fun it is to be around the city, to be around these players. One more year, and I hate to be that guy that's, that's excusing this season, but I'm not saying this this season is a wash. I just think with the injuries mounting up and the defense, I don't know. Yeah. But next year, I think, is the year, No, man. I think it, it always takes three years for a rebuild. And it feels like Dan Campbell's been here much longer than he has because he used to play here. Mm-hmm. But guys, this is year two. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's let's settle down. Let's relax. Let's give him a little bit more time before we jump down the throat. They heart. Ooh. Oh, oh. <laughs> 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 I think hard knocks kind of like got us set us up because we was like looking like, oh no, the Lions is here. But mm-hmm. you know, not yet. Yeah, the defense, man. Defense. The only thing I was gonna say about uh, Aaron Glenn, I don't want him fired right now, just because I feel like it's harder to replace a defensive like mind and coordinator than it is like replacing ben johnson last oh, year and they love or, uh, everybody the loves him so if he gets fired that, now it's thing. gone that building is gone the crumble. only problem though 
The only problem I'm having with Aaron Glenn, though, is so we looked up stats last week. The last seven games of last year and the first four of this year, he's still averaging on defense 31 points a game they're allowing. Yeah. that's. And I know you said that with Mahomes, B, but, like, you still – if you can hold them to do at least, like, 25, you know, you'd still be winning these games. Again, look at the talent level, though. I mean, at the end of the day, Glenn's not out there playing. He's trying to put guys right. in position. But that's an that. incredible stat. But to hear to see so many people switch up in four weeks, like I went down the timeline yeah. and see people like, hey, yo, this dude, he's gotta go. It's like, bro, like, calm down. Yeah, but B, you gotta understand of- too, like from our perspective, the Minnesota game we shouldn't have lost. Oh no. The, the, oh, I, I, agree dry, I get it. I'm usually that yeah. dude that's like, yo, they <laughs> gotta get up out of here. But I do understand this is year two of a rebuild. And I think the thing is we haven't really seen the Lions do a rebuild. Yeah. So we're always thinking, you know, we bring in coaches and it's like, win now, win now. But this regime is like, develop players, right, yeah. understand what you have, understand what you need and go from there. So nah. I, I look forward to seeing yeah. what they do against my dog, Matt Judah. I'm, I'm just nervous about to say we got to shout him out right now. Hey, no, 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 fuck that. <laughs> fuck Matt. All right. You know what I'm saying? This, <laughs> nah, nah, this week, this <laughs> week, this week, nah. Nah, we ain't friends this week, all right? Because we tried we tried to get him to say, yeah, I will play for the Lions. And he said, kiss my ass, all right? So this week, this week he get nah. Me and B were listening to 97.1 uh, yesterday, and they had an interview with him. Uh, and they were just like, so Judon, being from West Bloomfield, going to Grand Valley, said he grew up loving the Pistons and the Red Wings, but not the Lions. Said he was more of a Saints fan. See? See? <laughs> you see the shit? You see that shit? <laughs> Crazy. Hey, dude, dude, <laughs> Crazy. That's wild, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> I look gonna, forward uh, to the game, man. Yeah. B, uh, B, what were you saying? Uh, you were listening to the old pod when we interviewed him. We got to plug it right now. Yeah, man, if you haven't yet, go back and check out our interview with Matt Judon, a dear friend, a great guy. Um, I look forward to seeing what he does against the Lions. I think Matty P a good dude. I'm torn. I want the Lions to win, but if Matt and, and Patriots end up winning, I this is going to be so <laughs> Hey, what's, what's Panay's phone number? Hey, I need hella, <laughs> hella pancakes. You know what I'm saying? Number nine. Put him on his ass. Number nine. All right? <laughs> Mr. Red Sleeves, you can't miss him. I'm All sure right. he's going to be talking crazy, too, so I look forward to the game. Boy, um, serious but, question, though. What if Bailey Zapp destroys us? I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not. Then do you Then do you have to say something to Aaron Glenn? Like, come on now. Like, you got I one still more can't. shot. Or... I, I'm not Yo. blaming Aaron Glenn. I'm blaming – if he simplifies the approach defensively yes. and they still get torched, it's not it's not on him no more. They gotta bring in better players. Like, nah, yes. man. Like, bro, I cannot wait. Bailey Zap is about to go crazy. I can't wait. No. Yeah. <laughs> Zap attack. Zap attack. <laughs> hey, uh, as long as we can score about 63 points, man, I think we got a shot. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we got a shot. Oh. But real quick, before we get out of here, I wanted to make sure we discussed NBA. Uh there's been a lot of preseason games. There's a lot of uh Exciting news, and I think this is a good time to bring in, you know, teams that we may like. Um, and I had a question for both of you guys. And, Drew, I'm going to start with you. Would you tank if you are NBA GM right now for Victor? Yes. I don't, I don't want to mispronounce his last name. You ain't got to finish. finish, yes. What? I don't, you ain't got to finish, okay. yes. Yes. What would you guys – I've heard Rudy Gobert mixed with Kevin Durant. I think of Porzingis when Porzingis was healthy. Um 
I ain't never seen nobody like this guy. We have never. And, and <laughs> it was funny, either. Drew, riding and listening to 97.1, they compared him to Imani Bates, how when he was coming out of, of school and the – because the, he was at one point, it's easy to look at him now and be like, oh, that's crazy. But also, people were comparing him to be the next Kevin Durant. Not to this level, but there was a they lot of hype. They said a mix between Durant and Giannis. Yeah. And I feel like you kind of have to take for bro, that, man. I, you yeah, – I'd go and go zero and eighty two. Just you know, no. bench Ivy and K this year. Right, right. <laughs> Look, I'm a Pistons diehard. I love, I love the the team that we have right now. I don't know who would go to the bench, but if you add Victor to that team, oh, that's nasty. That's nasty. If you. Look, I wanted to make the playoffs this year, but my my boys was like, yo, how would you feel about taking one more year? I'm like, no, I ain't doing that. And then Victor came out and dropped like, what, 36? Yeah, 37. Had five blocks. Had seven threes. I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Five blocks. I'm like, you know what? Bro. I could do one more year and take it. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, I could sacrifice one more year. Dog is 7'5". He's 7'5". Got a left to right crossover and a, a step back three. What the fuck? Don't forget, don't forget on fast breaks pulling up like prime Chauncey Billups. Yeah. Like, nah, you're, 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 you you're not supposed to be able to do that. You're not supposed to be able to do that. You're not supposed to be able to do that at all, bro. bro. I saw dudes. I saw he did a step back three from the corner. I saw the dude jump and look defeated as he was going in the air. Like I'm not. I'm, there's no. Bro, he <laughs> took a picture next to Rudy Gobert, and Rudy's like, I feel small, and yeah. that's when I realized, like, okay, if Rudy's seven two. Then yes, he is. He's uh, legit seven five. Like, oh, yes. so. oh yeah, and credit. And then when I remember thinking of Chet Holmgren going against Victor and Victor making him look like he wasn't oh, ready yeah. yet, and Chet <laughs> Holmgren has game. Nah, bro. To all my boys in the group, me uh, that asked, yes, if we have to tank one more year to have a chance, because at the end of the day, you know, you don't know how the no, process is going to work Remember, we we was right. watching, uh, I think uh, Victor at the time was 16, and remember he was working out against the French national team, and they was doing one-on-ones against Rudy, and he was giving Rudy buckets. Like, yeah, right? No, yeah. <laughs> he was giving Rudy buckets, like, bro. But it seems like he continues to take his game to another level, and that's the scary part, because yeah. like you said, at 7'5", you should not be yeah, able no, to do half of the things no. that he's able to do. So when they say the NBA, what if he adds on just fifteen to twenty pounds of muscle? Like, dude, that's unstoppable. Yeah, you can't, the crazy part is nobody it's here that can do. No, like Yao Ming, Yao Ming wasn't athletic like that. He was for our time. He was like a freak in nature, but like he didn't put up. He didn't dunk or anything. He wasn't flashy. Nah, this bro, kid, as he ages, as he ages, he's gonna put on weight. He's, so it's yeah, inevitable. Gonna, and then he Giannis, Giannis from when he entered to now, dude. Oh, I mean, yeah. the only one who hasn't is KD. KD hasn't put on because KD, KD don't lift weights. KD don't lift weights. So he did. He did lift when he had to go through rehab, though. I will <laughs> give him credit. He did. He did put on twenty five pounds. <laughs> a little bit because he went to play center and then became just this cheat code. But yeah. to answer the question, absolutely. All three of us agree that we would tank for Victor. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Fantasy basketball is is upon us. Um, Drew, I'm so I'm so sad that you left the league. Sorry, I'm buddy. You come back, but uh, dynasty Gerard, basketball isn't for in a, me. And a dynasty dynasty basketball is the closest thing you will get to being like a real general manager. I've built a, a decent team, and you know I look forward to seeing what I can continue it's stacked, to do. Gerard. You're walking into be winning for the next three to four years. <laughs> Dude, <Man>. Don't do <laughs> that. <laughs> That's what everybody says, though. So it's a little difficult to get people in there. But real quick, wanted to ask you guys: What are some teams that you like? 
um, when it comes to this upcoming NBA season. I listed down here. I like the Bulls. The Bulls added Andre Drummond and Goran Dragic. I did not know that until I watched the highlights yesterday. Um, and then I do like the Nuggets if they get back to being healthy. Um, Is and Jamal back? Lakers. Yeah, he back. Jamal was back, but he, he tweaked back. his hamstring last night. So a uh, little minor energy, but injury, but he should be good. Jokic. And then if you got um, my boy, I cannot think of his name right, Michael Porter. If Michael Porter, and I know we say this every year, but he's such an X factor, man. If he could stay healthy and you get to slide Aaron Gordon to be in that number four where he could thrive and just, you know, dunk, play defense. Denver would be scary, man, but their health, if it's not Jamal, it's Aaron Gordon. And then you got Jokic just having to, you know, carry that same heavy workload. So those are the teams I like. Obviously, we all love the Pistons, love love the, the youth movement they have. But what are some other teams that you guys may like? Uh, be looking forward to as the season uh, approaches. Uh, I like New Orleans if Zion is healthy. That's a very scary team if Zion can stay healthy. Um, I like. Uh, I hate all things Ohio, but Cleveland is nice. So um, <laughs> that's that's my team. Cleveland. <laughs> um, Speaking of, we have a dope interview coming up. Dope interview coming up. Um, who else on the? Let's look Western Conference. Uh. The Clippers. Well, Phoenix. You got Phoenix Clippers. Yeah. The Clippers, man, they're depth. If they can if get, they, if they can get Kawhi yeah. and Paul George to play, maybe I don't know Honest, fifty games. Honestly, top to bottom, the roster. L. A. has the best team in the league. Clippers. If we're bad. Clippers has the best team yeah. in the league, top to bottom. I don't know. They always. It's all the Clippers are cursed. It's always something. Yeah, it's always something. Mm-hmm. But always. if they get their shit together, they pretty they have the best team in the league, you know. So we'll see how that happens. Um and I like Boston. I Warrior, think Malcolm they, Brogdon oh, yeah. is what Boston needed last year. Like so mm. have them having him this year, they they should be scary, especially with Jason Tatum, his game going up. So we'll see. It's funny because you said Malcolm Brogdon, I'm like, man. That's the exact player that the Milwaukee Bucks need right now. And they traded him away. And Giannis is my – Bron is my GOAT. Giannis is my favorite player. But I feel like overall when you look at the roster, like you got Giannis, you have Chris Middleton injured currently. There's going to be a lot put on his shoulders, man. And I just You don't like Drew? You don't like Drew Holiday? I do, but Drew Holiday, is, Drew Holiday is more of a, a defense – I don't want to say only a defensive stopper, but – He's kind of when it comes to offense, you know, he looks to set people up, and he doesn't always get his. I do love, I love Drew Holiday, but I appreciate his him defensively more than I do, you know, carrying the workload offensively. But I don't know, maybe somebody steps up and surprises me. But I just hope Giannis gets the help that he deserves. How y'all feel about yeah. Philly? It comes down to James Harden. Man. I don't believe in James Harden. I don't believe in him still. <laughs> yeah, I really don't. No, it's I, hard to man. Just the way he acts, it's a. It's hard to know what he's going to do in the playoffs. They'll yeah. have a great season, but and then Embiid, I was watching it. I was watching a preseason game the other day, and Embiid still hitting the ground like every five plays. I'm just like, <laughs> man, this dude—he's one of the best centers in the game. But when it comes to his health, he's just reckless. Yeah, oh, I don't know how I don't know how you prevent injuries the way that he plays with the with the flopping, whether it's offensively and then defensively. I seen him jump for blocks, and he was tripping over guys. I'm just like, man, if this dude. Could just find a way to make it through a whole season, but fingers crossed, man. Because I love NBA's game. Yeah. Was there anything okay. else you guys wanted to add about NBA? Drew, what? Well, Drew, what teams you get out of here? Because Drew didn't name his teams. I, I say the Cavs. The Cavs for sure with Donnie. Donnie's one of my favorite players, and that team was on Spider. the brink of. Ju- they were on the brink of just needing a superstar, yeah. and they got one now. So 
going to be interesting. The Warriors are in shambles right now, so it's you know be what's funny. This whole like drama or saga will probably end up just doing the opposite of what I wanted to do and make them even stronger, make them a better team. When you look at Wiseman coming back, dude, if Wiseman can give them like twelve points a game, that's on top of what they already have. It's like, damn, that management just knows what they're doing, man. And I, <laughs> yeah, I don't hate on a lot. This shit, but the Warriors, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a known Warriors hater, man. I just, yeah, this shit with oh. Jordan Poole, that shit's funny, but Draymond's a sucker. So like, hey, that, like that, so, that was all. That's yeah, that was pussy. But this shit is funny. Like, it, I mean, the internet is funny, yeah. so it's funny stuff. But <laughs> not like in yeah. real life, you can't do that, bro. Like, so like, you cannot. Do that. <laughs> like, you, so and people, you, I, I consider that kind of a sucker punch. Yeah. Um, because you know, there's NBA yeah. fight, which you've heard people mention. You get face to face, you push, whatnot. But hey, Jordan Poole, hey, somebody getting your spit. Keep your hands up. Hey, if it's me, gotta, if it's me, oh, you gotta fight me every day now. Like I'm not. I was about to say. <laughs> like, I told my boys, yeah. I'm pulling up like Stone nah, Cold in the parking nah. lot. Like I gotta. No, kind of hit his head against that wall it's, though. No, that was the bad. It's thing. Peter and the nah. chicken. It's Peter <laughs> and the chicken, bro. Like nah. <laughs> Yeah. You gotta rub me a fair one, bro. Every time we gotta fight until I beat your ass. Like, 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 like <laughs> no, you got to, you got to. Like, nah. you got to. <laughs> Is there anything else, Drew, you wanted to add, bro? <laughs> the only other thing, have you guys saw uh, the highlight from last night? I think it was Lamelo got his ass fried, like just. I didn't see I, that. Oh my god! Yeah. Like fell to the ground. It was it's reminiscent be... of when when AI crossed over. Was that Antonio Daniels twice? Oh yeah, yep. It was that <laughs> it bad. Was, yeah, it was bad. Oh, yeah. The first one, was, the first one was bad. The second one, he was kind of. It was bad. Oh, it was bad. And I love me some Lamelo, but oh, I gotta I say see it's that gonna be interesting for them. It's gonna be interesting to see them without Miles Bridges. To see, I mean, Miles Bridges was a big big piece of that team they didn't really do anything to replace it nope. so i don't hey, know i could see them being point. kind of bottom of the east right now mm-hmm. hopefully Lamelo gets some great numbers though because i love watching him play man i do like watching him but yeah was there anything else y'all want to add before we get out of here fellas no i'm nope. good <laughs> all right well again please be sure to check out some of our old episodes be sure to leave you know be sure to uh, follow us on, on all of our social media platforms, but specifically YouTube. We're doing our best to make sure that we get clips up as soon as possible. Um, we've got some big things on the way, great interviews on the way. Be sure to tell y'all friends to tell their friends to tell their friends to tell their friends. Tell your friends to get with my friends. We could be friends. So listen, download, subscribe, please. We 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 are growing big deep. We're doing our best to continue to grow. Because uh, this is something we're all passionate about. We really appreciate all the love and support. So with that, until the next time, this has been another episode of Two Hip Hop Senseis and the Casual. And y'all be easy. One. Take care. That beat hits so hard, man. Two senseis in a casual. Uh, I want to thank you for the stream that helped <laughs> me go to sleep. That gave me some entertainment. The games was hype, man. I told you, I love those games. Like I can literally could watch that all day. How many games did you watch? At least two.
at one yeah. point I fell asleep. Well, uh, the second game I kicked his ass. The second game was like nine to one. I think I fell asleep towards the end of the second game. And then uh, he got pissed. He was like, all right. He's like, I'm not going out like that. Then he won game three. So it's two to one me right now. All right. So that's the seven? Yeah. Yep. That's how we do it. Okay. Nice. I'm excited for the next one, man. We finished the last game. It was two o'clock. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, that's the nice thing, though. They're quick games, you know? Just know your fan, Brandon, appreciate <laughs> the grind and the time that you commit to that game. Because I was dying when you were just like, oh, my God, what a move. That one where bro, I did the little 360. Bro, come uh-huh. on. Oh, that, was, that was nice. That was nice. That was nice. He, uh, dude, he was pissed, so game three he ended up beating me. I think it was like six to four or something. Dude, that's you the thing. We can score. Out. Yeah, you guys, you guys, it's always entertaining. I just need one fight, man. Just one fight. I, oh, I, I, I fought him. I kicked his ass. He was pissed. I was came in and just do, do, do. Yeah. Yesterday? Yeah. Bro, I was yep. literally going to text you. I'm like, bro, I need one fight. But I know you guys <laughs> said it slows the game down. So I'm like, eh. Depending who you are, too, it could be like such a mismatch. Like, I never really look at the names, but like, I, he had a little guy and I just kicked his ass. Oh, okay. What's up, bro? <laughs> 8.30 on the dot. This is 8.31, so I don't know. On the dot. On the dot. To be honest, Ra, I was so into this NHL. No, no, no. I watched no, NHL uh, on Xbox. What is it, PS5? Yeah, I was yeah. so into the combo, I didn't even realize what combo was anymore. <laughs> I, I was like either. lost in this video game world. What's up, bro? How's, how's everything like going? You, you good? Fatherhood. It's, it's, I love it. I love it here. All right. I was going to say, I know you got a lot on your plate. So oh, yeah, man. You know. That's why I wanted to make sure when you was like 8.30 or 9, I'm like, the sooner you get this done, the more you can relax and focus on what you need to do. So. Okay. So I put a title, but with all this pink on, I, I'm thinking of I want to do something for the, the idea of like F cancer. So if you think of anything, Drew, like. I told you top five porn stars, we could do that one, but I'm the I'm the I'm the crazy guy. Wait, wait, wait. I don't know. Oh my God. I see what type of episode it's gonna be. Bre- breast cancer awareness month, oh, wearing pink, man. you know. Shout I'm out wearing, and I'm wearing we could shout out yeah. shout out some of the ladies we enjoyed watching growing up. <laughs> Big D. <beat. laughs> Drew Drew's on too, man. Where's where I at, bro? Woo! She's outside. <laughs> She's outside. No, we'll be talking about it later. Dude, but Jeffrey Dahmer, the wild boy. boy. We'll be talking about oh, that later. I watched one episode. <laughs> I, 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 I'm like, I don't. Don't get save me wrong. It, save not, it. Save it. Save it. Just okay. save it for what we listen to. We'd be like, That's have you seen? Idea. Have you seen Hot Rod? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I promise you, I would do that. That might be. Uh, I was talking to some guys the other night, and uh, one guy was just like, God, Andy Samberg, just, I can't fucking stand him. And someone was just like, What about Popstar? I'm like, What about Hot Rod? Like, bro, Hot Rod's phenomenal. Bro, I love Andy. <laughs> I won't, I won't accept, I won't tolerate any slander. The part that always kills me is where he, uh, the girl like sees him working in the garage, and she comes by and just starts pounding the shit oh, out of the engine. <laughs> 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 like he's actually doing something. <laughs> <laughs> Two CSAs in a casual.